All right, it's episode 46 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Shadon, and with me, as always, is Spencer Maddox. January 26, 2021, and we have a lot to talk about. NFL, MLB, N- NBA, and plenty, plenty more. Stay tuned for the 46th edition of the Hot Grits Podcast. The Super Bowl is set. Spencer, it's your Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the people's Raise Kansas the flag, City dude. Chiefs. The people, the people are against me. No, the people are with us, dude. Can you believe Tom Brady's in another Super Bowl? And can you believe um, that your futures bet is still alive? Um, I can because I'm an incredibly smart person. I told you to get on, in on this action early on, did I not? Yeah, and to be clear, we're talking about the Super Bowl, not this week's all-important Pro Bowl. Yeah, not the not the not the Pro Bowl. Wait, they're, wait, they're not doing the Pro Bowl. No, right? What if they? I were, haven't heard a single thing about it, and I which would make it normal. Yeah, that would make it a normal Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, they've changed up the Pro Bowl format in recent years. Yeah, That's how little I know about the Pro Bowl. I don't know exactly what the Pro Bowl format is anymore. Do they still play a fucking Pro Bowl like that? Like They do like a, like a draft. Like in non-COVID years, they do a draft, right? So it's like you, an AFC player can be on the same team as an NFC player. Like they select the eligible pool of players. Good Christ, what what great radio we're starting. Holy with this shit. Show. But they select an eligible pool of players that are pro bowlers. So they copied basketball team. entirely, basically. I, I guess, maybe. Lame. Maybe. Lame. Uh, Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Again. Uh, I heard it on uh, PMT. Tom Brady has now played in, or appeared in 18% of all Super Bowls. I saw that, dude. Do you also Whoa. know? You also know that for his career, uh, I don't have the exact stat pulled up, but he's averaging... Like more Super Bowl appearances for his career than Steph Curry has made threes. He so had, like his his Super Bowl percentage is like forty seven percent or something like that, and Steph Curry's made threes is forty two. Tom it's Brady crazy. has the same amount of NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Yep. What? What? One year this guy took the Bucks to the Super Bowl, of course, and it's uh, it, it's for me, Spencer. I think it's the NFL's. Dream right, like I, I have this down on the doc that you never read that that this is that probably probably the best matchup going into the season that the NFL could have hoped for outside of Tampa Bay versus New England, don't you think? Yeah, honestly, I, mean, I you think New, Belichick Brady would just be the NFL would eat that up. They would. That would be so annoying, dude. Oh, that God, would be would so suck. annoying. But. The, but the the storyline all year long has been annoying to me, but I mean, good for Brady, dude. He's kind of sti- I mean, he stuck it to Belichick. There's no other way, yeah, to put it. Yeah, this validates. I mean, anyone that still needed validation. And and here's just a tip, a pro tip. Don't be don't be Tom Brady through three interceptions guy this week. Oh, I don't know. Don't 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 be that person. I don't I don't I don't know uh, about that entirely. Just as a better, because I was sitting there like, oh my god, dude, Tom Brady's gonna fuck me one last time. Can we put He's, at least one of them on Mike Evans? Yeah, 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 of course. They, I mean, they kept hitting people's hands and just bouncing. But in my mind, I was like, dude, no way. The one time I bet on this guy, like I was the in my entire life, he's just been killing me. And then I put a big bet, a big bet, and a 
potential big payout. He's in the NFC Championship game, and he's going to throw three straight interceptions and send me home crying again. Just on the other side of it. No, that was terrifying. But yeah, I mean, you got to put some of those on Mike Evans, right? I mean, I just don't blame any of it on Tom Brady. He, like, and, and to be clear, you put a girthy bet on Tom Brady and the Bucks. Like, right now, you got a little appetizer payout. Yeah. For, for the Super yeah. Bowl appearance. Yeah, yeah, But Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl, and if he wins, boy, oh boy, will it be a night out on the we Tom will Brady rage. GP. We will rage. Tom Brady, a mainstay in the Super Bowl. Uh, Coach's Corner, a mainstay in the Savannah sports community. And in your hearts. And in your hearts. Yeah. Spencer, what kind of wings do they have? Dude, they got they got those Honey Dijon barbecue wings, man. Call them, 912-352-2933. Oh, baby. Tell them Spencer and the Hot Grits podcast sent you. You're asking about the wings. Visit them at 3016 East Victory Drive or www.coaches.net. Also find them on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Rubbin' and Grubbin' the NASCAR show with Dan and Brandon. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. And then Carl Demasi Sports Report with Chad Griffin, local sports. All those guys really, really good and really good at what they do with their shows. They're not good at bowling, and we will prove that on February 28th at noon. On, at high noon on Sunday, what is the bowling slot? High noon. What is the prime time bowling slot every week? Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Where do they slot us? Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Prime time. Yeah. We are basically Pete Webbers. Yeah. Look that up, kids. If you don't know who Pete Weber is, he's a legend of the game. Who do you think you are? I am. I am. I am. Um, no, dude, uh, this I could not be more excited going into the Super Bowl. This is the first time I've ever like. I'm one for one, you know, in, in NFL's futures bets because this is the first like big one I've ever put down. Um, I'm, yeah, I've already made a, a solid amount of money on the Bucks. I'm doubling down this week, so every bit of money that I made for them making the Super Bowl, I'm putting on them again to, you know, win the thing because right. why not? You know, we'll go into the um, full specifics, betting, and all that stuff with Uncle Carter next week. Can't wait. On um on episode 48 of the Hot Kurtz Podcast. That's where we'll preview the Super Bowl and do all those prop bets. You want to break down those NFC, AFC championships? Yeah, I want to like quick. circle just quickly though. Right now, while we're recording, um, just afternoon on Tuesday, January 26th, Chiefs minus three and a half, over under 56 and a half. Um, going to wait on weather. I'm kind of a weather guy. Going to wait on weather for the over-under. Going to wait on Uncle Carter's props. I hate weather, guys. Figure that out. I hate but weather. can I just say one thing about the Super Bowl before we circle back to the to the title games and Aaron Rodgers and all that? Yeah. Can we get rid of the fucking Roman, Roman numerals? I saw that. Why I, do they bother you so bad? What are we... do? Why do we have to make our... We, we have to like try to be, be something that we're not. Is nothing sacred to you? Dude? Listen to me. When you look at the Roman numerals, you have to either look up the number, like me, hand up, Hand up. I have to look up the number every time. Um, or or else you write the number or say the number 51, 55, whatever the number is. It's not like we say Super Bowl LXV. What are we doing? Why haven't we changed? Oh, yeah. There used to be a thing called dial-up internet, but we advanced. I don't know what the Roman numerals mean. I just always say Super Bowl LV or whatever. You if, know what I mean? if you're the type of person that knows Roman numerals and... and you're adamantly for Roman numerals. You probably also like sacrifice bunting in baseball. Yeah. And um, you probably also have a Mike Fulton Evans jersey. Those are things that are probably true about you. Oh, my God, Fulty. 
I hate the Roman numerals. Get rid of them. Fulty's going to find his way onto a roster this year. I can tell you that. Do you think that uh, were, were you more impressed by what the Chiefs did to the Bills, or more fascinated with Rogers versus Brady? I thought Rogers Rogers post game was the thing that I was locked into the most. I mean, did you really? Did you really think the Bills had no. like a solid shot? No, the, I didn't either. No. So I was I was fascinated with. Bucks Packers. I legitimately I, I bet the Packers minus four. Yeah, so. I, I honestly thought the Packers were gonna take it. Not handedly, but I thought the Packers were gonna win. But I mean, that was an awesome matchup. What did you it, think of Rodgers and, and the de- the decisions down the stretch? Or I mean, I guess what did you think of Rodgers sh- in that light? Well, f- first off, I, I thought Rodgers not running the ball was questionable at best. But the field goal, man. What was that? It seemed dude? very Georgia esque in the fact that after the game, from the comments that I've seen and read and heard, it felt like Rodgers thought that they were going to have a fourth down. Yeah. On offense. Yeah. LaFleur, I mean, he took a shot at the end. Yeah. And LaFleur didn't, never was thinking that. And, and they were never on that same. Place. I haven't heard a good argument for kicking a field goal there. Like, there's not, like, an analytics thing to back it up, really. It, well, it you had make... all of your timeouts. You had the two-minute warning. I mean, you still have all your timeouts if you don't convert the— if you don't get a touchdown there. You you have them pinned right where you want them, and you still have a chance to tie the game up. Well, down, I mean— It doesn't make sense. No, no. If you kick—what was the final score was what? What was the final margin? The final margin, they won by five. They we, were, we, I think we need to look that up. I'm, I'm 100% okay, certain. Okay, they won by five. They so, won by five. So when Green Bay kicks the field goal, that means that if Tampa comes back down, kicks the field goal, they're still within eight? Yeah, but it also... Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, if they kick a field goal, they're also... Tampa would have had to have gotten two... They, yeah, they got two first they've downs. Got them, they've got them pinned, right? They've got them pinned like at the 12th, whatever it was, maybe the eight. Something like that. Down close. They've, yeah. They've got him pinned down close. So if you get the stop that you have to get, because if Tampa Bay, in, in that line of thinking, if Tampa Bay gets a couple first downs, the ball game's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got your you've got your two-minute warning, you got the timeout. But if they move the ball at all, ball game's pretty much over. Either way. So I say throw for the touchdown again. If you don't get it, you still have your timeouts, and you've got him pinned down close where they pretty much have to run the ball. If the fumble happens there, you've got the game in hand. You know what I mean? So it made no sense to me. I don't think I don't think it makes any sense to anybody else either. Like analytically, I don't think there's an argument to back that up. I, I look, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit like, here and defend. I was it. like, before should be fired. It. Like, I, it was a gut shot reaction, but I was like, get this guy out of here. If he was the coach of the Falcons, I would want him gone immediately, bro. That was a terrible, terrible call. I don't, I don't know how you felt about it. Well, I mean, I wasn't as passionate as you, but I'm not going to sit here and defend it. You, you just made some astute points. You're making a lot of sense right yeah. now. Um, but like when you look at the numbers, right, 346 passing yards for Rodgers, 280, Brady. Quarterback rating, 73, point, 73 and change for Brady, 101.6 for Rodgers. Three TDs and a pick for Rodgers, three and three for Brady. I mean, Rodgers still, to me, is that dude. And after the game... It was strange what he had to say. Go look it up on YouTube, but but for me, the, the quotes, and this is a direct quote, when asked about like what will stick with him after this game, because the reporter asked him, after wins and losses, 
you seem to always have stuff that will stick with you. What will stick with you about this one? And he said, quote, the finality of it all. End quote. Yeah, it was... It was uh... I'm not sure Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay next year. No, and no, If no. that's true, Rodgers, Stafford, Watson form probably the most talented free agent class that the NFL's had in ever. Yeah, I can't quarterback wise. Honestly, yeah. the way the way it sounded, dude, I almost would expect Rodgers to be out of Green Bay more than I expect the other two to be. I mean, Matt Stafford, he's pretty much gone from what we've heard recently. Yeah, that he's but Matt Stafford's out. I could see that'll have to be a trade though. I could see a situation where Deshaun Watson somehow comes back to Houston, even though it's been toxic because he's so young. There ain't no way Aaron Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay, bro. Book it. He's Let's gone. assume they're all gone. Yeah. Watson twenty five. Rogers thirty seven. Stafford turns thirty three on February seventh. Um, do you want to power rank those? I mean, I think it depends on what system you are, but like, I think you have to start comparing. If your team's like the Dolphins, teams like the Jets, teams like the Forty ers you got to start comparing the first round picks and this year's quarterback class: uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, maybe Mac Jones. Maybe the kid out of North Dakota State. Guys like that, you got to compare them now to Stafford, Watson, Rodgers. You got to start comparing Sam Darnold right. to these guys. Tua. Miami's got to figure out, would you rather have Tua in the future and the potential of Tua or, say, Stafford? What about Rodgers? Right. I don't think I don't think you take Rodgers, Watson, or Stafford. Or maybe Watson. I don't think you take any of those guys if you're in the top five. In the draft. I, I wouldn't think so. It seems like the Falcons, teams like the Jets, anybody like that. The Dolphins go, at number three. Yeah, I would go ahead and maybe the Dolphins. Because they still have 18. Yeah. Maybe the Dolphins because they're kind of, they're more close to contending than those other teams. Would an 18 get you Aaron Rodgers? The 18th overall pick? Mm. I don't know. It would probably have to be a package of picks, honestly. I, I would imagine one would set the market for the other. It's going to be very, very, very fascinating yeah. to watch. And as, as a team that sort of doesn't have a guaranteed quarterback like the Dolphins, and I would say the Falcons are in a similar boat now. Ryan could be gone at any day. Any day. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch, and it'll be really, really interesting to watch once the Super Bowl ends. Um, do, do you think, Spencer, that uh, it would be so wild to see Aaron Rodgers in a Falcons uniform. Holy shit! It's wild to think about him in any other, yeah in any other uniform, right? Right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give you the option. We can go hoops, or we can go it's, UFC. It's Hawk ceiling watch time, baby. Hawk ceiling watch time. Hawk ceiling watch. Well, time. if we're gonna start, if we're gonna go hoops, if we're gonna go hoops, we gotta start with. Other stuff. We can't start with Hawk ceiling. Wow, that's the, don't bury the lead. That's what right. that people want. All right, last week, last episode, Hawk ceiling. Spencer six seed, Travis nine seed, yep. six nine. Nice um, update on the Hawks. Eight and eight overall. Four and six in their last ten, and still looking super average in my opinion. Uh, Spencer, I'll let you kick oh, it off. Whatever. I'll let you kick it off. Let's update your playoff ceiling for the Hawks. You started, or you have them as a six seed currently. Yes. Go. I'm keeping them as the six seed. Uh, they were out. They had they were they were losing missing excuse me Clint Capella and Trey Young for this past game against the Bucks. It was a pretty good showing, all things considered. I don't think they covered the spread, but they were near near keeping it competitive the entire time. 
Uh, DeAndre Hunter really showed up, had a career high game. John Collins showed up. Yeah, all those I can't guys, believe you don't have him as a three seed. All, all those guys look good. We're getting, you know, they're 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 trending the right way, and they got Danilo. Danilo got an Ari back. Danilo got an Ari, and he looked good. Um, so I'm keeping him as the six seed. And what's your what's your Hawks ceiling watch? Uh, they are now in eight seed. The the Hawks have really they lose way. a game and they come back up. The Hawks have snuck their way into the playoffs now, not because of anything they've done, but because of the Eastern Conference and what they it look looks, like. It looks worse, right? 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 It looks much right? worse. Right? I told you this last week. I was like, the Cleveland Cavaliers aren't holding on to that six seed, bro. No chance. No chance. So well, and the Celtics just beat the Cav- the Cavs by a million. The Celtics scored 140 without Jason Tatum. No big deal. Right. He's won again last night. They covered for me minus three. Right. Uh, easy cover. Marcus Smart's playing like a boss. Jalen Brown like a boss. And the Celtics are rolling. The, the Celtics look good. LeBron dude. scored 46. Yeah, uh, he, I saw saw that. he just does what he, he does. Bro. Uh, it was against the Cavs. And honestly, I had I didn't have this written down, but I made a note of it. I saw a headline. It said. LeBron scores 46 to put away a plucky Cleveland Cavaliers team. Ooh. I like that word, dude. Plucky. If you're plucky. going to get your ass kicked, be plucky about be it. Be plucky, yeah. yeah. And that's that's a perfect description of the Cavs. Dude. They've been plucky all year, bro. You know what? And when we beat when we beat the dog out of uh, the 19th hole and Rubbin' and Grubbin' and Carl and Chad, and when we beat the dog out of them all, in the bowling lanes. We're going to call them plucky. I bet they will. They will be plucky because that's one thing I can say about them. Yeah, they are likely plucky losers. <laughs> Make that t-shirt. Um, but dude, this the seats look good, bro. They do. This, the, the thing is, we the what we've always said about them is they're a piece away, right? But has Jalen Brown like moved up and made himself that piece? You no. don't think? No, they're 20, still a piece away. They're still a piece away. Twenty-five points. No, when the, if the if the playoffs started today, the Celtics are Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know, bro. That's what they are. I, I, They're still I don't know. Away. I don't know. Unless it, Peyton Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard doing some things. He was out last night though. Kimball Walker plays every five games. He's soft. Jason Tatum is a top ten player. He has been for over a year now. Do you think Jalen? Do you think Jalen Brown is moving up towards top ten player? I don't know. Unlike you, I don't. I don't adjust rankings like that drastically in mid January. He's playing like a top ten player, if nothing else, right? Give it to me, St. Paddy's Day and after. Okay, but he's playing like a top ten player. If he can continue this run of play, I like them in the playoffs. Fair. Kimba, Kimba Walker. Can you do it with Tatum alongside him? I don't know. I don't less. know. Yeah, I don't know. But Kimba Walker coming back into the fold now. Uh, I dude, they the seas look good to me, man. They look real good. Do you know who looked good? Who's that? On Monday night in Shanghai. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the Mormon megalodon, Jimma, Jimma Fredette. Can I tell you what Jimma Fredette did? The, Mor- the Mormon Megalodon. Shanghai, sh- Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> For those who don't know, a Megalodon is a huge shark. A, uh, yeah, the uh, ancient fossilized shark. Yeah. Way bigger than the Great White. Well, yeah, and shout out shout out Wonton Don yeah. from Barcelona Sports who came up with that. But can okay, I, okay, okay. Can I give you the Jimma Fredette line for the Shanghai Sharks last night? Hit me with it. 70 big ones. 70 points for the Mormon. Nine assists. Eight rebounds, 50 minutes. 70 points, 50 minutes. That, my friend, is a walking bucket. I don't care what country you're in, okay? That is a plucky 70-point outing from Jimma. And I love Jimma for that. And, dude, why isn't he in the league? I I keep asking myself that same question. Like, this guy can't find a roster spot, but we've got Solomon Hill, you know, 
legitimately gobbling up minutes. Yeah, just like we got Nathan Wright, all these people. Like, oh no, I I would take Jimmer for dead as the tenth man off the Hawks bench. Whatever. Oh, dude. for sure. Like, what the hell? Why can't he? I I get I get that he probably is making a a million. Like, he's making a lot of money probably in China. Oh man, to be the MVP. Like, like crazy. Yeah, I get that, but he's clearly tried to come back into the league. Get this guy on a roster. He can put it in the bucket, and that's all you care about. He's talked about it before that he wants back in the league. And I, if you're scoring 70 points, right. again, you can be doing it on, on the playground outside during recess. But if you're dropping 70 anywhere, anytime against anybody, you're doing something right. And That plays. Dude. I'll sign it to a 10 And I don't want to hear about defense, bro. And I don't he, want to hear about defense. I don't want to hear about rebound. If you put the ball in the hole, there should be a spot for you in the league. Let me ask you this. If there were fans coming to games every night, Sold out arenas, or not sold out arenas, but fans coming to the game. Don't you think Fredette would have signed by now? Because he would put asses in the seats. I don't know. If dude. not for ten days, I mean. But right now, when you sign Fredette, nothing like what more people are going to watch you on uh, league pass. Yeah, Nobody's thought, coming to the game. I guess, but there's a whole lot of shitty teams that are trying to lose basketball games. Too. Whole lot of shitty teams. Put them in. Put them on one of those teams. Put them on the Pistons, bro. I would watch Pistons games for that. Yeah. I mean, ratings matter too, right? Like. Yeah, oh, what the hell? Tremendously. It's almost like he's being blackballed or something, dude. They don't like this guy. It's like the whole league decided they're over it. We're, we are a pro Jimmer podcast from here on out. Clearly. Um, we got to gotta touch on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant. Can you believe it's been one year since Kobe died? I can't. I mean, can, can, like. I remember seeing it and texting you and being like, is this true? Like, immediately, and you you said, it's true. Like, yeah. I, I didn't even say what it was. I was like, no way, dude. And you said, it's true. It's crazy. That was one it's, of the, and I believe it was a Sunday morning. Yeah. I think it was a Sunday morning. And I remember waking up and it, it was, I mean, it wasn't that early on the East Coast, but like fairly early. And I remember waking up and being like, like shook, shook and awake. You yeah. know what I mean? Like almost like, like somebody close to me had passed. That's yeah. how many text messages and like my phone was going off. And it's crazy. It was nuts. And. I think you and I were like maybe talking about it a week or two later, and, and and that was like when when COVID was just starting to like we were just starting to maybe see headlines about it, but yeah. nothing it wasn't affecting us yet, right? And we were talking about how crazy it is that like if somebody went on a camping trip or something like for a couple of weeks, like cu- cut off from the world, like how crazy it would be for them to come back and see. Kobe Bryant died in, in a helicopter crash. And then little little did we know that a worldwide pandemic was coming. Like, yeah. Kobe got out at the right time. He did. But, I mean, just looking back on his life, man, it's crazy the like, amount of excellence he had in every area of his life. It's, like, truly inspiring. And I mean, honestly, it's been hopped, harped on a million times at this point, but... What a legend! Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to sum it up. What a legend! So rare, dude. And yeah. look, diehard Celtics fan, but like I had nothing but respect for Kobe because he wasn't like Mister Nice Guy. No, he wasn't like LeBron. Like he wasn't like it. Just wasn't the same. He there aren't guys like that anymore. Who who is the closest guy in the league to to that mentality right now? And, and you have to separate. The guy doesn't have to be as talented as Kobe because that's just... That's probably Russell Westbrook. It's got to be Russ, right? Yeah. Like, a guy... Whoa. You didn't have that down on the dock, did you? No, but you wouldn't have known anyways. You don't look at the dock. I do look at the dock, but whoa, we we both had that same I, I think it's got to be Russ. And, like, I think Kyrie wants to be that guy, but he doesn't know how to get there. No, he's crazy. Like, he's, he's gone off 
He's well, he's gone. gone off the flat end of the earth. Yeah. Is he's what he's done. burning sage in the arena? No. Kobe would never. You can't even compare the two. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Kobe is an all-time great. He'll go into the Hall of Fame uh, this summer. Someone that probably already is in every Hall of Fame is John Carr. John Carr Real Estate is your place for buying and selling real estate in Savannah. 912-228-0916 or johncarrealty.com. Check them out if you need to buy a home, sell a home. If you're just interested in learning more about the real estate market in Savannah, what's a good time to buy, when to get in, when to get out. Um, If you're just interested to know what John's favorite color is, call him. 912-228-0916 and tell him the Hot Grits Podcast sent you. I guess we'll go from straight from Kobe's anniversary to Hank Aaron dying. Super sad. Very sad, but automatically what it brings up in... Look, I look. We can talk all we want about the legacy of Hank Aaron, and and I think other pe- people have said that and said it better. People will go elsewhere, right? Yeah. So yeah. For me, this automatically brings up what does this do for Bonds and the Hall of Fame, and what does this do for the all-time home run record? We like. At some point in time, it's going to have to be figured out. Do you agree with that, or do you agree that we can stay in this limbo forever? I think they should have already put all of them in the Hall of Fame. Anyone who had like over the hit, like over the top Hall of Fame numbers, even in this era, era, should be in the Hall of Fame. I think most people agree with that. Okay, at yeah. This point. But let's get okay. So that's one argument, Hall of Fame, right? But to to ask who is the all time home run king is a very very hotly debated topic. I mean, I think more people would say Hank Aaron's 755 is what they consider to be the all-time home run mark, even though Barry Bonds hit 762 home runs. I mean, at some point in time, I believe their baseball is going to have to figure out something to do with these records. And now that Hank Aaron is gone, I think there's more of a chance that that happens sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's weird. They just kind of don't bring it up almost. Like they just skirt around the issue. You never hear them talk about it. You never hear. Well, like, Bonds is their home run king, but he's not in the Hall of Fame. So, right. so it's sort of like, no, he's not. Um, and there'll be a lot of stories about this, but I thought it was interesting. Here's what Hank Aaron had to say in 2009 from Cooperstown um, on Bonds and the record. Quote, I played the game long enough to know, and it is impossible for players, I don't care who they are, to hit 70 home runs uh, you know, in a season. He goes on to say, it just does not happen. I think that's one reason why people's eyes started popping up and they said, quote, how can this guy do this? I appreciate the support, but I'm still second, end quote. So that's from Hank Aaron's mouth. What is he supposed to say? I get it, but... Hank Aaron's no longer here to to have those interviews, to have those quotes, and to have those debates. So that is going to fall on somebody. And if you're expecting Barry Bonds to become, you know, some sort of tell-all figure where he, where he's going to, you know, come clean or or somehow make this right, that won't happen. It just seems like Hank Aaron Hank Aaron's not going to be able to rest in peace until they figure this one out. I don't know, man. It it seems like can't have two separate records. Yeah, it's well. You, it, first off, that should be like cleared up, decide like decisively. They should issue not not like issue a statement, but they should bring it up more often. And yeah. 
to be clear, MLB doesn't have any influence. I'm sure they have some kind of influence, but they can't like put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. The no, 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 no. Yeah, and the National Baseball Hall of Fame is not run by Major League Baseball. No, exactly. So maybe if they were to issue a statement saying they support uh, like juiced up players getting into the Hall of Fame, maybe that would do something. I don't think so, knowing those writers. But to me, it almost sounds like Aaron's kind of straddling the fence with that with that answer. It's like something doesn't seem right about hitting 70 home runs, but at the end of the statement it says, you know, I'm still second. So yeah. I, I really don't know what to glean from that other than, I mean, all along the way, Aaron seemed like he was supportive of Barry Bonds, did he not? Um, like from the, from the second he broke the record, he was... Well, he was like, there have been times and records broken where people have been more accepting. Aaron was not like, yeah. Oh, and, and Hank Aaron had a good relationship with Bobby Bonds, Barry's dad, but you know, that, I guess that's too insider baseball. But for me, that's what Hank Aaron's death now brings to the forefront. It's time for baseball to figure that out once and for all. They right. need to figure it out and you cannot run from it. Forever. It's been time, dude. You it's, can't run it, from it's it. It's been forever. time. It's been time. Um, Pete Rose too, man. I need to get that all figured out. Yeah, and I've said this before. I've said this before. The home run king's not in. Right. The hit king's take not your, in. Take, it... take your eight-year-old to the Baseball Hall of Fame, and then he asks you, where's the guy with the most hits? He's not here. Dad, where's the guy with the most home runs? He's not here. The, the eight-year-old's going to look at you and say, let's get the hell out of here. What, what? This place can't be a Hall of Fame. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. You ready to take a break? And then on the other side, we will do UFC 257. McGregor got worked over. Uh, you had a 10-year high school anniversary. I did. Uh, or what is it called? Reunion. Uh, reunion. Reunion. 10-year high school reunion. I'm interested, I to, interested to see what that was like. You still haven't watched Tiger Woods. I have not. Two-part documentary. We'll do some Twitter trending headlines, and then we'll talk more shit about bowling on the other side. Stick with us. Do you need work done at your house? Do you live in Savannah? Perfect. Then call Bewley Oaks Home Improvement today and tell them the Hot Grits podcast sent you. 912-667-5235. Ask for Tony. If you need work done inside your house, outside your house, you need the walls done, roofing, flooring, bathrooms, kitchen, garage, anything you need done, we guarantee that Bewley Oaks Home Improvement knows how to fix it. So again, call them, ask for Tony, tell them the Hot Grits podcast sent you, and they'll take care of you. 912-667-5235. All right, second half of episode number 46. Spencer, Saturday night, UFC 257. Right. Conor McGregor knocked out second round by Dustin Poirier. 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 Poirier, I think is what we're going with. Poirier. I couldn't hear it said in the bar, and I was actually pulling for Poirier. I couldn't hear it said in the bar because I watched it illegally at a bar, and I won't out them. But they did not pay for it. You texted me they, beforehand. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a pretty heavy pull. Yeah. Oh no, it was tell sick, us dude. what bar. I'm not gonna tell you what bar. Give us a hint. Because then they won't be able to do it again next. Give time. us a hint at least. We're not gonna tell anybody. It was downtown, and it was not a bar that you would think would be showing the fight. Somebody streamed it from their laptop. All right. Let me ask you this: Is it a one? Is there one word in the title of the bar? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Multi-level bar. Okay. Couple couple levels in there. Okay. Do with yeah, yeah. do with that what you will, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, it was. You texted uh, me before and said Poirier in round two. 
Did you did you put some coin on it? No. Neither no, did no, I. No. I didn't even I still haven't seen the fight. No. It was uh I'm, you still haven't seen it. That's right. You yeah. still haven't seen it. Dude, it was uh I mean, it was kind of shocking to me the way it ended. I thought seeing it live, I thought they called it early. Seeing the playback, they did not call it early, dude. He got his ass whooped. Man, and it, it like Connor probably won the first round. I think I think that's that was the consensus in the bar. I don't know, I'm not UFC guy, but oh man, Poirier put it on him in that second and the finishing was like top-notch stuff. Dude. Well, in doing some reading on this, this Poirier now was already a, a first ballot Hall of Famer is is what they said. Yeah. Uh from his track record. But now Khabib, who I guess is retired mm-hmm. and and holds a belt. Th- the fight would either be that Poirier is given a chance to fight somebody besides Khabib for a for the belt. Right. A lot of I've seen a lot since of people Khabib's, say Diaz since like Khabib. Diaz. Well, but Khabib's not coming back. Yeah. And so it's time for the UFC to move on. Is what the word is. What does this do for Conor McGregor? More importantly, though, because I think Poirier is not ever going to be. Dallas, I, I think mean, Connor's but, but McGregor, done, bro. Is, he, is this was this a legacy type thing, or was this like I mean, uh, he's gonna, was this like batting two forty in your final season? He's gonna get another shot at Poirier. Is what a lot of people like. Does he have to beat somebody else first? He has nah, to. No, nah, no, I don't think so. I'm it, I'm pretty sure the next fight will be his last fight. Huh. Yeah. Well, you were watching in a bar, but there was trending the hashtag hashtag refund. Yeah, for ESPN Plus, I saw that, and, which is and the, and the which is crazy that I was able to get it on somebody's laptop that they then streamed to a TV and like at this millions of people downtown. Yeah, bar. and millions of people weren't able to get millions of people had problems with it. I know that uh, from reading on the Athletic that there that there were a bunch of people in the media that were depending on the stream that weren't able to get it. Right, this one guy took him seventy nine minutes to get in. Some people had it pre ordered. Didn't get in until like 90 minutes into the main card or into the, you know, basically, basically they got in like 15 minutes prior to the, prior to the McGregor yeah. fight, which lasted all of, which I will say that's the only fight, which I lasted watched. all of 18 minutes from the time that they started their walk out of the locker room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean 18 minutes real time. Dude, it was a bad. That's sh- why I'm not paying 70 bucks yeah. for that. I'm not doing it. Is that how much it was? Seventy dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, JJ Watt, JJ Watt, uh, Texans DN, uh, man of the people. He he tweeted that he wanted his money back. Yeah. You oh, I, I don't mean? blame them. If you spend seventy bucks and you only get to watch the one fight, but dude, what's the point in getting ESPN? Well, if Plus? you spend seventy bucks, it better be damn near flawless. What's the point in getting ESPN Plus and paying a monthly subscription fee if you're gonna have to pay seventy dollars on top of it? So I have ESPN Plus, and I will be able to watch the fight for free right. starting next week. If that means anything to you. No. No. Okay. Fuck well, that. There you go. You can watch like the leading up to the fight. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and defend ESPN Plus, but but it is still pay-per-view. And if you buy the $70 fight, if you buy any one $70 fight that they have throughout the year, say four or five of those, uh, maybe more, then you get ESPN Plus also. Dude, that, I want to say I want to say McGregor Mayweather worth. was like 50 bucks. I want to say that. And they jumped it up twenty bucks on top of the fact that you have to pay for this subscription service. Say what you want about Mayweather, bro. He carries the card. <clears throat> he carries a card. Not many people ask him for refunds when that guy fights. No. True. Ever. I guess. Well, a lot of people did whenever he fought Pacquiao. They don't know what the fuck they're watching then. That's true. I mean, because that guy's an artist and he's the man. Money team. Dude, get off it. 
But yeah, I was late watching the fight because I was at my 10-year reunion, dude. 10-year high school reunion. What is that all about? Whoa. I, I couldn't go to mine because of COVID. Yeah. Well, we, ha- we haven't had ours yet, yeah. I guess. Calvary, uh, Calvary doesn't care in comparison to Country Day. Clearly, like the uh, what else is there? The the, uh, the consensus among Country Day people was, I can't believe that you guys had a high school reunion because I, I talked to a few of them. Oh dude, really? Yeah, talked to a few of my people. Huh? Talked to a few of them, dude. It was fun, man. It was it was fun. I like kind of wasn't looking forward to it because I don't know, just like a were there any cliche things? Like, did you guys have name tags? Yeah, they did. I didn't put one on. Was there punch? No, there was no punch. A like lot with of a little with a little lot like, of uh, lot of alcohol flowing. There was one uh, person there. I'm not gonna say whether it was boy or girl. Whenever I got there, was clearly already drunk. So that kind of like set the tone. Did you me. have any? Um, can I keep asking questions? Or yeah, do you yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did you have any like guy that was super skinny in high school was like huge, or vice versa, or or anything even wilder nothing wrong with it at all but any kind of like sex changes or anything like that anything nuts no no nothing like that i wish that would have been lit like no becky's turn to bills no 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 i would have known about that beforehand though right like and you said no punch no punch no punch tubby's doesn't sound like a tubby's, great reunion tubby's put forth a good reunion though dude i mean there was a lot of pictures was producer rick there yeah. What was, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. What was Produce, he all about? Uh, no, he was getting he was getting frisky with me. Making dude. We noise. Were, yeah, we were getting we were getting down, dude. Get, maybe getting frisky isn't the right word to use there. Getting plucky. Getting plucky. Yeah, yeah. Of course. No, no, it was it was fun, man. Uh, yeah, just the the one person setting the tone, being inappropriately drunk before anyone else was, like really, really turned it up for me. Like I was like, all right, as long as I don't go there, I'm good. You know what I mean? That's a must. That's yeah. a must have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't so, wait for mine. Shouts out to uh, that person. That was awesome. Uh, we, on the front side, we talked about Bonds and Aaron, and I feel like I need to update this. Uh, today is the ballot release day for the 2021 Baseball Hall of Fame, and that's basically when a lot of the ballots begin to start leaking. Mm-hmm. And there's this one tracker, Hall of Fame ballot tracker. And so if I have a Hall of Fame vote, I can turn it into this guy. And then he tallies it and releases to the public. Not my vote, but releases the total vote, right? Right. Okay. So of last year's ballots, 389 ballots. This year, we have 189 that have been turned in and made public. This is as of Tuesday afternoon. The top three vote getters for 2021 Baseball Hall of Fame are Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Kurt Schilling. They're going to put them in? They need 75% to get into the Hall of Fame. 51% of the ballots are in. Bonds is at 73.4%, oh. highest ever. Clemens, 72.9%, highest ever. Uh, where are we at? Kurt Schilling, 74.4% is the highest ever. 74.4? 74. 74.4. 51% of the ballots are in. Man, I can't believe they're going to put Kurt Schilling in. Uh, for reference, <laughs> last year, Bonds, 60% of the ballot. Uh, Clemens, 61% of the ballot. Schilling got 70% the last year. Let me go ahead and tell you this right now. Andrew if- Jones up 20%. Andrew Jones up now 38.7%. So, he so needs that's tracking. Two or three more years, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, if Kurt Schilling goes in before Barry Bonds, there will be a riot. I mean, you've seen all the you stuff. Can't, oh, that's true. You can't let one in. Bonds has to be the first in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, not only that, there's other like, guys too. All Manny pol- Ramirez, all the political, all the political stuff with Kurt Schilling. Yeah, dude. but you got to mess. You got you, you cannot get. I've heard that. I've heard that, and that's fair. Kurt Schilling, but, very unlikable guy. Ex- as far as exactly, go. exactly. But if you put Kurt Schilling in before any of the other ones, what does that say about the baseball writers? You know what I mean? Like you're gonna, you'll be the moral police for this, but not for that. When I mean, a it's lar- an absolute circus. But yeah, the, but the writers, the writers are given no set of of criteria. They're given no set of, of markers at all. They're left to be the moral police. We want the baseball writers to be our moral police. We want them to be the uh, steroid testers. We want them to go back in time and determine who did what. It's not. It doesn't it's make any sense. Well, it's their fault. They're the ones that vote like that. And again, they I mean, have to. They have to. Like these are the things they have to figure out, but they won't because they're old and they're white. <laughs> That's a factor. I mean, what, dude? Bro, no, listen. The younger, the more time the time goes by. The higher these votes get, and that's because yeah. the old crusty guys are dying off. Yeah, I, I guess that's what's happening. Yes, dude. Yeah, I mean, old people tend to suck just in general, but I mean, there's some nice ones. Yeah, dude. go come faster. On. Just go faster. Get in the right lane already. Yeah, come. On. I mean, there's some nice old people, man. Uh, you want me to read you? Old some... people, I'm on your side, dude. I rock with you. Yeah, all, all two old people listening to this podcast, right? What's a podcast? Uh, can I read you some Twitter headlines? Yeah, and then we'll get out of here. Spencer, are you sad that, quote, the NCAA says it lost $800 million in revenue from canceled March Madness this year, end quote? We talked about this earlier. What's the opposite of sad? What's the opposite of sad, mad? It's just happy, right? Yeah. I'm overjoyed. Content. I'm overjoyed um, that the NCAA is losing money. I satisfied. Them, yeah. If, if anything, I want them to go bankrupt. Uh, in 2019, TV and marketing. This is... These are astronomical numbers. Listen to this. In 2019, the NCAA, TV and marketing rights fees, profit, $867 million. Oh, my God. This year, $165 million. That's TV and marketing rights alone. $867 million in 2019. The kids get nothing. They get nothing. How can you, how, how on earth, speaking of moral police, how on earth can anyone argue that these kids are getting a fair shake? That is nuts. $867 million is a small country. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's what's happening. You ready for some more headline? Yes. Uh, the, uh, this is from The Hill. Quote, my pillow CEO permanently banned from Twitter. End quote. The MyPillow CEO, who looks exactly like what you would think the CEO of MyPillow company would look like. Soft. Um, fake hair up top. Really? Forced nose furniture uh, down below, right above the lip. Oh, the so nose. he looks like a car salesman almost. Like uh, He looks like a next-door neighbor that ha- always just moved in. Really? I was, thinking, I was thinking he was like going to look like a nice guy, but he looks a little slimy. Uh, he always calls you neighbor. He knows your neighbor. He oh, says, hey, neighbor. Okay. A little He's, shady. Hey, neighbor. Uh, Twitter permanently suspended MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell following his continued unproven claims of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election. 2020 presidential election? Man. There was an election? <laughs> when, is this, when is this shit going to end, dude? When, is it, when are we going to go back it's to— It's over the, for me. I mean, I don't— like, I, 
I'm it just doesn't seem like it. it doesn't seem like we can put it to bed, does it? Besides the fact that I can't follow Mike Lindell, my my pillow CEO on Twitter, yeah. that's like really the that's, only that thing. that sucks. He was a good follow. Uh, yeah, really, he was. really informative and uh, good content content creator. All right, I'm gonna give you one more and then yeah. we'll get out of here. Yeah, give me another headline, bro. But I gotta find a good one. I gotta find a good one. I gotta find a good one. Only fans back in the news. Wait, are they? No, you're seeing something I'm not. <laughs> It's just like every time we've done that, OnlyFans has been in the news. Uh, Okay, how about this one? How Reddit users sent GameStop shares soaring. You interested in that? I'm interested. Let's click. From Bloomberg, pretty famous website. Ever heard of it? Uh, What is this? Oh, man. Not as interesting as Do we want to sign up for a trial offer of Bloomberg? No, I'm good. That just goes to show, trust, dude. Let's just trust that Reddit users sent GameStop shares soaring. That's that's really interesting, and it just goes to show like the impact that the Reddit wasn't like all that well known to the average person. Even like I still three, don't even yeah, even like even three or four years ago, it just goes to show like the impact the internet is having in today's like in today's era, especially since coronavirus. Like Reddit is like a forum for anything, basically, and. To show that it can uh, have an impact on actual sales of a company, that's kind of crazy. Especially a company like GameStop. Like, what year yeah, is it? For real. All right. We are bowling on February 28th at noon. It will be streaming live on Coach's Corner Facebook. We are doing it all for charity. What else is new? The Hot Crest Podcast, charitable people, uh, role models. Some would say role models for your kids. We don't know that. Yeah. You guys might say that. Yeah. That's what y'all say, not yeah. us. Yeah. Um, February 28th, you want to donate to help save one of our own help save one of our own and in the memo line if it's a check write hgp so we have from now until february 25th ish to raise money for this charity if you don't know about it at all it's all savannah all local and it all goes to help people pay for medical expenses so it'll be us versus the other three shows on the coach's corner sports network it is going to be an electric time. We are guaranteed. Are we guaranteeing a win? Yeah, we're guaranteeing a win. We're guaranteeing a win. Come on, our shot. I, I think the week before we should probably go around to hospitals, visit kids, and see if like they want to. You know, how, like little kids used to tell. Yeah, hit hit a homer for me tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask them if like what frame they want me to strike on. What do yeah. they want? Yeah, yeah. What do they want? Because we'll down. give it to them. Because yeah. that's what we do. We deliver. Look it up, man. Watch the stream. Send us some money. It's for a really good cause, and yeah. I could not be more excited, um, all things being serious here. And um, let's show the other shows that our followers and, and our listeners yeah, are they give better more, than them. Yeah, they care more. Obviously, you're smarter, better, better yeah. looking, yeah. just better overall people. But Absolutely. let's show them that you're more generous as well. Absolutely. Trav, take us away. You can get to us about those donations or about anything else at podcast grits or hot grits pod at gmail.com you can follow me on twitter at jadon sports j-a-u-d-o-n and follow me on twitter at spencer maddox underscore and follow us on instagram at the hot grits i gotta write that time dude yeah you nailed it you nailed it all right until episode 47 later this week big big time interview you guys will want to listen up for that stay safe wash your hands you filthy animals peace